get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's the only way City knows how to play. Oh, that's completely given away. And it's an equalizer. In a word. Chaos. down City SC on the opening drive in our weekly segment we like to call Controlled Chaos. Brought to you by Keystone Event Staffing. Better people mean better events. There's the inside run. Vasile back in front. Out in top. Big save. Michals finds the equalizer. Second straight game. Welcome back to the opening drive. I'm Kerry Davis, joined by Brooke Grimsley. And we go to the celebrity line and visit with our friend, St. Louis City soccer head coach, Bradley Carnell. How you doing this morning? Kerry, doing very well. Thanks for having me again. Thank you for joining us. Coach, you all had a 1-1 draw uh, versus Houston Dynamo this past weekend. What did you see? You came back in that game, were able to score a goal late. What did you learn about your team? What have you been learning about your team? Yeah, I've, I, I'm pretty much speechless by now at this point of the season because you know, my team has made me so proud over the last couple of months. And every time we think we get challenged, um, the boys step up again and, and rise to the table and, and, you know, bring home a performance that, uh, you know, unassumingly was a very, very important point. Um, and unassumingly, you don't take Houston as a very, you know, narrative is out there. Yeah, listen, the Houston maybe fifth in the in the conference and, you know, we're expected to win because we first. Um I think the MLS these days is a lot tighter than that, and you can see the parity in, in the Western Conference, and uh, there's nothing uh, taken for granted. And uh, Houston's a tough nut to crack, but they're happy about the way the point uh, of the game ended. And, uh, you know, data-wise, we outshoot them at their own stadium. So, you know, we, we felt we had the sort of majority share of, uh, of the bigger chances. And, uh, yeah, we, we adjusted uh, in many ways and, and uh, came out on top at the end of the game there in terms of uh, gaining a point and getting Klaus a goal and, you know, just a load of cohesion and, and chemistry on the field at that point in time. So very happy with the way the game ended. You talk about Houston being a team that is trying to get into that top four. They are a team fighting and, and to get that point and to get that tie was huge for you all. What did Houston was, was what were they doing that was maybe presenting some problems for you all early? Yeah, I don't think it's just Houston. I think there's many teams in in the Western Conference that uh, there's always conflicts of style and and different uh, uh, methodologies and philosophies. So, you know, the way Houston go about their game, you know, it's very similar to uh, San Jose or uh, LA Galaxy. So we've been having some really good reps against some good opponents and uh, who play a similar way. But uh, what Houston do, they bring a lot of fight. Um, With Benny Olsen, their coach, I know uh, on the Eastern Conference for many years now, he brings a lot of courage, a lot of fight from his team and a lot of grit and desire. So, you know, balance that with some good, smart, savvy soccer players. Um, and you could see the way they, they scored their first goal. Very, very, um, yeah, technicians, I would say, you know, uh, of the ball. And uh, they were able to move the ball from left to right and through us and score a, score a very, um, you know, good-looking goal. Um, 
I'm as equally pleased as our goal, uh, who went through eight out of ten players on the field from one side to the next to to equalise. So, you know, for all the good things that, uh, you know, the opponent does, we respect the opponents, but uh, we always feel like, uh, yeah, our grass is greener. (laughs) (laughs) Coach, it definitely was a very gritty performance from your guys. And I wanted to ask you about Nerwinski coming in and Pompeu. Yeah, I mean... uh, Sort of, Jake. We having a look at player profiles and opposition, and, and it's a good it's a good way to frame the question because Jake's a very good, solid defensive player, right? So, um, and the way we decided to use our attacking structure, you know, the way Celio was able to find space on the wings, um, so it was all a little bit of a, a tactical shift uh, to get to certain profiles on the field and uh, coming up against certain opponents. Um, and I think you can see the way Celio went at the back line in one v ones dribbling. It's kind of given them some of their own medicine, um, per se, if you would if you would call it that. Um, and then Jake just to keep things stable at the back, and uh, we limit we limit to I think three shots on target at the night, but no no real big chances. Um, so again, you know, a pretty much a, a very solid defensive unit, and and when you outscore the opponent in um, uh, you outshoot the opponent in their home stadium, it's always a good sign as well. Also a huge game, as we mentioned, coming up this Wednesday, hosting LAFC. What are your expectations going into that game, and how long have you guys had this one circling on the calendar? I know that every game is important, but I think we understand the importance of this one right now. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you were to say at match day 30 that this is a top-of-the-table clash, you'd be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know. So, um, And again, we've created a monster here in St. Louis. We've created the beast, and now we just have to temper and control expectations, right? So we're going to enjoy this game. Um, We're going to give it our all. Uh, We're going to be on the front foot. We want to, you know, pose LAFC some problems. And, uh, yeah, they're a a fun team. Um, I played against their coach many years in uh, in Germany in the Bundesliga, so I know Steve really well. Um, But, yeah, it's it's an interesting game because they have some athletic uh, power. They have some technical power. Uh, they have some individual class and capabilities. So, you know, um, they're a really good team. Um, and if they peak and click at the right time, we saw we contained them for 74 minutes uh, in the first game in, in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, the score was 0-0 to that point, And I think we conceded one shot on frame uh, up until that point. But then, you know, they are a- able to find a space and open a gap. And, and then that game ended 3-0. So if they find their groove, they're very difficult to contain. And, and there's just no two way to go about that you know what i mean there's just no ways uh once they start to click it becomes very difficult now it's our challenge and our job at our home stadium at our fans you know with our fans uh, to celebrate this moment for us almost um as an exhibition for us to to show what we've done throughout the season to show what we are capable of here at, at city park um and again just to be prepared for this final stretch you know we've had a grueling away schedule you know we had two home games in amongst four away games um which was challenging, demanding, big travels, you know. So uh, we feel the travel now besides Vancouver. You know, we have Vancouver and Minnesota, uh, the next two away games. But right now we have three home games and two two, uh, two away games. And that's going to be our key focus. We're visiting with St. Louis City head coach Bradley Carnell. Coach, you, you talked about beasts, and you got one back. He scored in back-to-back games, Jao Klaus. How well do you sleep knowing that he's back in the lineup? I sleep very well knowing our strikers, <laughs> the three of them, have contributed to 24 goals. So, yeah. You know? um, so Klaus is a menace. Yes, we said it from <laughs> match day one through five. Klaus is a menace. He, but what he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's like a shrewd operator. He knows when he should press. He knows when he should keep compact. He knows when to execute. 
you know, uh, taking away tactical game plans, whether we want to channel the play one way, channel the play the other way. So I would say that's amongst his biggest attributes, not just his goal-scoring attributes. And he's a really good teammate. You know, he drives high standards. He holds people accountable. Um, and he's a fun guy to be around. You know, he's a really loving, caring person in and around the training facility. And these are things you don't see. You see the you see the guy on the field who imposes other defenses and other centre-backs. But, I mean, there's just a guy with a soft heart behind all that armour. Um, but like I said, you know, we have 24 goals from three different strikers. Um, and they're all trending in the right direction going to the home playoff stretch here. Sam Adeneron has also been another player that's been exciting to watch. And he's going to be coming back, I assume, this Wednesday. He missed the Houston game because of a red card in the previous game. What is it like to get him back this week? Yeah, I think, you know, just basically saying what I said, you know, before. You, we have really good solutions and, and options up, up top of the field. No doubt Sam has come on in leaps and bounds and uh, has really grown in this. Since we've recalled him from his loan from San Antonio, he's grown as a not just a, a soccer player, but I believe in, for, in order for you to play better soccer, you have to grow as a person, right? So. You have to know what the league demands are. You know what the demands of your teammates are. You have to know about the demands of the games. And, you know, then there's the tactical demands of, of doing that too. So, but besides all of that, he's grown as a person and, and he's reflected that and he's shown his personality on, on the field of play. So, you know, we're all still youngsters at this. You know, we don't say we've played 700 uh, MLS games and, and we've been around the block. No, we haven't. You know, this club's 10 months old, basically. Um, we've we've grown as individuals, coaches. Uh, you know, we've grown as a team. So there's been so many positives here, and, and Sam is just one of them. St. Louis St. Louis City takes on LAFC Wednesday, September 20th at 7:30 at City Park. Show up, be loud. Coach will be tuned in. We'll be watching. Best of luck to you this Wednesday. Kerry, thanks a lot, Brooke. Thank you so much. That was St. Louis City head coach Bradley Carnell joining us, and uh, it's a big game. It, it is. It is. They're, they're fighting. They're, they're trying to hold on to that lead. LAFC is going to come in here trying to close some ground on them. Uh, and as you said, Rock, this win could be a big way, a big win in, in ways of leading them and making sure they finish this, finish this division in first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm less worried about LAFC maybe catching them. I know a lot of people are like, you know, they got to win this game because the three points matter for standings. I'm, for me, this is, you know, this is kind of goes back to my, my Mizzou take. I, I don't care about really what the final score is in this one. You know, things can, weird things can happen. This you is all about, or you can tie? you run with hmm. potentially the team that's stopping you from playing in the MLS Cup? Can you run with them for a full 90 or are you going to crack it at the 70 minute mark again? That's that's the big question here. And it's going to and, and again, in another week or so when they face off against Seattle in the exact same situation, can you run with one of the best mm-hmm. or, or are you going to crack again in the last 20 minutes? That's the big question. And again, if they lose 2-1, but it's but but it's, you know, it's a close one and they're getting and they're getting attempts on goal in the 90th minute plus stoppage time and it just doesn't happen, I'll be okay with a 2-1 loss. It'll it'll, it'll it'll suck, you know, it'll it'll make things a little bit more nerve-wracking, but it's all about can they run with this team and and getting a Dennerin back and Klaus in the same time. And the big thing there is that Klaus is playing in a different role now. But when when it was him and Gio, Gio was the support player. Klaus was the head of the spear. And now with Klaus and a Dennerin, it's switched. Klaus has to be the support guy that connects everything. And a Dennerin's the final tip of the spear. So I want to see how that goes. If they get it right... I don't know if there's a defense that's going to be able to stop them. Yeah, the biggest thing is a full 90-plus from them. And getting home advantage is going to be huge because we discussed the difference between the two when they're on the road versus home, I think is very clear. And that's a testament to the environment that the fans have built here. 